for Friday, but cloud cover will increase because we are expecting an active weather weekend. For Fox 49, I'm meteorologist Matt Huffner. Bogus, made-up accusations. News, analysis, opinion. I believe you want the American people to believe we have operational control of the border when we very clearly do not. 93.3 and AM 560. KWTO. It's what the hill? What? I understood that reference. The latest happenings on Capitol Hill with Elijah Harshow contributor Joel Cannon on KWTO. Welcome back to KWTO. Yes, it is our non-customary 505 entry music, but that's because Joel Cannon's here in studio to talk about federal employees. One of my favorite topics. One of your least favorite people. Yeah, as a collective whole, that, that, <laughs> well, might, that might actually be true. Let's start with a Vivek question. Vivek said we should fire everybody that works for the federal government. I think that it has a social security number ending in an odd number, something like that. Do you, do you think we should do something like that drastic? Yes. Wow. All right. Fire away. Well, let's hear these shots. Half fired you of got. them aren't showing up to work. Literally half. Okay. Bombshell. New report. No federal agency has more than 49% of its employees coming to the office. So COVID happens. Everybody goes home and we've talked about it before. I don't know if you remember bubble bath girl. She was a federal employee posting pictures of her bubble bath and her taxpayer funded government issued laptop saying, this is my office for the next hour. There was a huge report that came out a few months ago about basically, you know, COVID, everybody goes home. And then in September of last year, Biden declares COVID is officially over. Was it last? Yeah. September of 2022, COVID is apparently officially over. Everybody needs to go back to work. Jeff Science, he's the, you've never heard of him, but he's the president's chief of staff. And he issued a memo to all federal employees. Time to go back to work. Uh, but don't worry, none of them did. So we have, if you've been to Washington and you've walked down Con- Constitution Avenue, you've seen huge, beautiful buildings. Department of Housing, Department of Commerce, the Education Department, the FBI. Those buildings are empty right now, even though COVID is over and they're all supposed to be back at work. A new report. It was actually a private memo sent to Cong- uh, Senator Joni Ernst's office from the Government Accountability Office. So back when they did the previous report, there was some information, and Joni said, no, 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 I want more. I want to know the details. How, which agencies, which employees, what's the total utilization rate at each agency of their federal buildings? What are we, cause we're paying, okay, we pay $2 billion a year to maintain federal buildings. On top of that, we spend $5 billion a year on leases for federal buildings. So GAO sent Joni a response in a private memo this week and she put out the naughty list, as she said, a list of all the agencies and what their building utilization rate is. The highest one so the highest number of percentage of federal employees that are going into an office, State Department, 49%. 
My guess is that's because they're stationed all over the world and their office may be the only safe place in the country in which they live in half the situations. But it gets really bad really fast. The worst one, the housing department, housing and urban development. You know, the people dedicated to eradicating homelessness. Well, don't worry. No one's at home at the HUD department. They are only using 7% of the building. So only 7% of their employees are coming into the office every day. Now, if the, if the response is, this is a way to save money, we're being more productive, we can work remotely, we're doing hybrid, great. You know what's been on every list for ways to save money and eradicate waste, fraud, and abuse for the last 20 years? Selling unused federal property. So great. If we've decided that only 8% of federal employees need to show up to an office, then I think there are a bunch of buildings that we can start selling and getting um, the money for. What's the first building we should sell? Well, uh, it looks like the HUD building. Or maybe Which, they should the way, convert it to homeless housing. Here's my question. <laughs> That's a great idea. That's a good point. Uh, but but do we even need HUD? This Days in a HUD always end up on... Every republic is like, I'm going to eliminate five agencies. Doesn't HUD end up on everybody's list? Yeah, but they've never done it. And the funny thing is they always say Department of Education. And I'm always like, guys, don't say that. That seems to act like we don't believe in education. I know we just want to block grant it back to the states. But HUD, nobody really knows what they do. That's right. And we like if we're going to block grant anything, that's the easiest one to block grant. Definitely. I definitely agree with that. I mean, this one irks me. The SBA, the Small Business Administration, they only have they only have nine percent of their employees showing up to an office. You know, the organization that ran the PPP program that has wasted billions of dollars because of fraud and people ripping the government off. But they're not at work. So they obviously can't catch the fraud. Their employers are like, peace out. Peace out. Nice one. I just wanted, I don't have anything to add. I just but thought that was Here's great. the issue. If, okay, we're going to work from, we're going to work from home. We're going to be more efficient. Oh, really? What we talked about three or four months ago was bubble bath girl posting from a bubble bath, apparently working, and federal employees taking conference calls on the golf course supposedly quote working from happy hour i mean that's fine if you're a private sector person living off a corporate salary but not a taxpayer funded salary no ma'am i keep talking about this idea of moving some of these federal agencies across the country and i know there's like oh you can't do that blah blah blah. but i think you could and i think you should and i think you sell your expensive building in washington dc and let's say what do you say seven percent of hud employees are showing up 93% could apply to continue working for HUD because they just work remotely from D.C. So why not transfer these out by attrition, start to yank in some, like, you know, stop replacing some of these people, sell these dilapidated, expensive buildings in Washington, D.C., and buy cheap buildings across the Midwest in, in smaller towns with lower cost of living? Agree totally. Never mind the fact these buildings are probably laced with Chinese wiretaps. I wish I were kidding, but I'm not. And I, I don't think we should be having anything to do with these buildings at this point. And the, the problem, I think, is it all goes back to the same issue with, Joelle, you've been preaching on for since I've known you pretty much, and I'm sure a long time before then, which is that 
it doesn't seem like the government really looks at things like this. It doesn't really seem like they want to save money. No, they don't. I mean, why would they? This is like a jobs program. This is an economic, you know, policy at this point. But, you know, my my source on the inside said the memo came from GAO to Joni's office. It was an internal memo. The agencies caught wind of it because she started tweeting, I've got the naughty list. I know which agencies are not showing up for work. And the agency started freaking out. They wanted to see where where are we? Where are we? They don't even know where they are on their own list. And, you know, one thing that we talked about before, how long does it take to get a passport now? Months and months and months. There are huge delays since COVID in services provided by the federal government. And that is because they have not gone back to work. All right, we're going to go check in because, as most of you know, we are doing a uh, fundraiser or, or for Ozark's Food Harvest down Losaders over at the Price Cutters on East Battlefield. We've been checking in with him all day. Um, as a reminder, when we come back, we do have to talk about the debate tonight, the Republican debate tonight. Plus, Tucker Carlson's going to have Alex Jones on his show. Good idea, bad idea. What do we all think of that? And then at 537, we are going to have the snake draft. Garrett, Joel, and I are going to pick our favorite all-time movie bands or TV bands, I, something we've never done before. And I don't know if there's ever been a snake draft of, uh, of, of something like this before. Is this Alex Jones, the football player? <laughs> I honestly be, have no idea who it is. This would be Alex Jones of InfoWars. Alex, Alex Jones is in They're Making the Frogs Gay, Alex Jones. Alex oh. Jones is in Sandy Hook was a big fake and never happened. Got it. He's going to be on Tucker Carlson in two days. I want to be famous like this. Maybe not for this. So, And we'll <laughs> but, get into this more after the top of the hour or after the next break. But Alex Jones literally made tens of millions of dollars off InfoWars and his listeners until he got sued for saying Sandy Hook was a giant fake and the parents that lost their children were paid actors, and he's gotten sued into oblivion. He's going to be on Tucker Carlson this weekend. We'll talk about that when we come back. But first, let's head out to Price Cutters on East Battlefield for Don Luzader. Making Christmas brighter for families in need. This is the KWTO Price Cutter Holiday Food Drive for Ozarks Food Harvest. Just in the last 30 seconds, we had two people come up and uh, give a cash donation to Ozarks Food Harvest. And I know that that just makes the folks at Ozarks Food Harvest feel so well. It also makes our friends at Price Cutter feel really nice about this, too, because we're all in this together trying to help families who are less fortunate during this very important time of the year. Dave Plemons, uh, manager out here at Price Cutter, has been with us all day long. Dave, thank you for everything that Price Cutter has done. Thank you for being our main sponsor and being able to bring this event to our listeners so much goes into that and just we want to thank the folks at price cutter for for all you've done to help us in this endeavor don it's an honor to to partner with you guys and elijah thanks for for being there on the air just uh, pushing this thing we've been uh just seeing so much generosity today people coming out and giving a cash donation dropping some food in the barrels uh, helping out ozark food harvest feeding our neighbors just taking care of each other and it's just something that is it warms the heart on a cold 
uh, slightly windy day out here. Dawn is <laughs> a little a bit sun of a popsicle. Shining, yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're, we're trying to take care of him. Well, and we won't been, let him. We won't let him freeze. They, they've actually let me into the store to warm up a few times. <laughs> that's so right. that's been nice. They're like, oh, here comes Luzader again. He's here to warm up. But uh, but Dave, a couple of stories. I've been sharing some of these on the air. But a couple of different stories. We had a gentleman stop by and he gave us a seven hundred fifty dollar donation. That's a very large donation. And uh, we, you know, wanted to get, hey, can we get a picture taken with you? Can we get your name? He didn't want to have anything to do with that. He just wanted to donate that. That's a huge donation. But then we had a lady drive up uh, in her car and said that she used to be homeless. She's no longer homeless. She was able to break that cycle of homelessness. And she didn't have a whole lot of money to give us, but she wanted to give us what she had. And, you know, you think about, you know, one small donation, one large donation, but both equally important to the work that this community does and to the work that Ozark's Food Harvest does right. in helping yeah. families. Yeah, it's like the widow's might in the Bible. I mean, you know, people are so generous. People are compassionate and people want to do people want to do the right thing. Um, and they come through when, when the need is great people's uh, energy and, and the way that they do things uh, just rise to the occasion. And we're just so excited to, to see what people will do when given the opportunity to make a difference. Dave, I have personally seen you behind the counter interacting with customers out here at Price Cutter. You are such a wonderful person, friendly to all the people who are out here. And you have great customers out here, too, don't you? Oh, we have the best. And, and you know, I've seen people uh, people find a wallet in the aisles. They bring it up to the, the desk, and, you know, uh, they find money. They bring it up in the keys. I, I see this kind of thing all the time. People are just looking out for each other. And, you know, um, it's just it's just something that's that's impressive to see when people know that there is a need and people know that there's uh, neighbors that that you know maybe a little less fortunate um, and you know a dollar bringing bringing five pounds of food to people uh, through these donations it's just great to see yeah people here in the ozarks are just so generous we're reminded of that time and time again dave thanks again thanks to everyone out here price cutter for for all the work you do uh for those who are in need and all the different agencies you partner with at this time well, of thank the year. you to kwto and the whole zimmer group here for for making a great event and uh i know that our customers appreciate it and so many more will appreciate the efforts of what you've done today thank you very good thank you elijah that's what it's all about people helping people we've had several examples of and uh, we'll get on with you a couple more times and, uh, and and talk about the need here in the area and try to get folks out here by 6 o'clock so they can help with this food drive. The KWTO Price Cutter Holiday Food Drive for Ozarks Food Harvest. I'm Don Luzader. All right. We're going to be back. We're going to talk about Tucker Carlson, Alex Jones. Did he predict 9-11? Plus, we're going to talk about the GOP debate tonight. Lots more to go on the show. Stick around for all that. The news and talk that affects Springfield. Was that your laptop? For real, I don't know. He's acknowledging now it is his laptop. The border is dangerous. 